Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Kelly Bari. You can read it on Kelly's blog, The Writer's Notebook, located at writersnotebook.blog. You can also connect with Kelly on Twitter at kbari5, that's K-B-A-H-R-I-5, or on Instagram at kbari6. Now, here is Kelly's blog post, No Room for Competition. No room for competition. I vividly remember sitting down with my husband a few years ago with tears running down my face telling him I could no longer be a teacher. I had hit a brick wall and I was miserable. I wanted out. Just thinking back to this time brings tears to my eyes because it was such a real moment for me. We sat together and we looked at every possible way to make it work. But our family's health benefits were impossible to get around. There was no other choice but for me to go back to teaching in the fall. After crying over my fate, I did what my dad has always taught me to do in times of struggles. I pulled up my bootstraps and I faced my problem head on. I stopped crying and I began reflecting on why I was so miserable. Here is what I learned and what turned my teaching career from a prison sentence to the greatest job I could ever hope for. I started by locating the beginning of my misery and it was apparent it began when high stake evaluation started. Teachers were told that seniority no longer existed in job placements each year and that we would be ranked on an evaluation system that could only be mastered if you were a robot. Our entire climate changed in one meeting. I felt my colleagues doors close and the competition start. Outshining each other became the norm as it was our only hope in securing our jobs. Without consciously doing so, I began as well hoarding my own ideas, wanting to look better than my dear friends, all in the name of keeping my job. Blowing out each other's candles became our climate. Jealousy ran deep. We all wanted the spotlight, and when someone else had it, others would cut their hard work down and alienate them. I was sadly there too. This is very hard to admit to all of you. This is not a time in my life I am proud of. And reflecting, nothing was more apparent to me than knowing that my misery was not external, but internal. It wasn't the evaluation system, it was me. It was my attitude and my actions that robbed me of joy and what teaching had once been for me. So I began my journey to find myself again. I knew I was in there somewhere and I was determined to find the real me again. I began asking myself questions. Why did I choose this profession in the first place? What were my beliefs about this profession? How could I get back to enjoying it? Every answer went back to one, students and their learning. I began to see my truth and my why. I wasn't teaching every day for myself. I was there for my students. I was there to create an environment that children felt loved, accepted, 
to help them grow academically and emotionally to their fullest potential, help them explore their passions and fall in love with learning. I knew for this to happen, students had to not only feel this in my classroom, but through the entire school. Thus came to the realization that my attitude and actions were not only robbing me of my happiness, it was robbing my students of what they deserved every day. A place that felt like home, a place in which all teachers care for all students, not just kids in their own classrooms. A place that they would be greeted by name by the entire staff. Sadly, this was not happening and we all felt it. I couldn't change anyone else, but I knew I had to change immediately. My attitude changed from being focused on myself to those that mattered the most, the students we serve. I began my journey at looking at other teachers and opportunities to celebrate them. If they were reaching their students in a way that elevated their learning, then students and their learning deserved to be celebrated. If students were winning, then we all were winning because that became my new motto. I began asking questions, sharing lesson ideas, and looking for others who wanted to collaborate. The transformation from misery to joy began to happen. I felt connected, I felt proud of the work that we were doing for all students, I became energized, and I began to fall in love with teaching again. I truly believe that when schools begin to see themselves as a team for all students, and all students become the utmost focus, then there will be an unstoppable climate where great emotional support and learning happens for all students. Focusing on all students removes the element of competition because we're all working towards the same purpose. With that said, we need to honor one another as unique individuals. We are all at different stages in our lives and teaching careers. When we focus on all students, love and supporting our colleagues become a natural effect because when students are winning, we're all winning. Looking back at my cry session with my husband, I'm grateful that our health insurance was a blockage to me resigning. Through honest reflection and calling myself out when I needed to, allowed me to know without any reservations, teaching is my calling. Having all students feel loved, seen as individuals, supported and encouraged to explore their passions and fall in love with learning is my why. Lighting other candles and collaborating for the better of all children is my pathway. Blowing out someone else's candle does not make your candle shine brighter. We shine brighter when we lift and support one another. You just heard No Room for Competition, a post written and read by Kelly Bari. You'll find this article on Kelly's blog, The Writer's Notebook, located at writersnotebook.blog. If you're listening to this podcast on a mobile app, you'll find a direct link to Kelly's blog post in the show notes. Please connect with Kelly on Twitter at kbari5 or on Instagram at kbari6. And again, that's k-b-a-h-r-i-6. If you enjoyed the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. I'm your host, Tim Cavey. Thank you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs podcast.